Alright ladies and gentlemen, so we are officially here for the newest episode of the podcast here, man. Just wanted to give a little introduction. Uh, this is episode 18, chapter 3 of the pod. And we had our first female guest on. And we called this podcast episode The Female Perspective. Just because um, we got our first female guest on the show. And she did a great job. I, I appreciate her for coming in. And, you know, first time really doing this, you know, besides being on a little radio show in college. Uh, but, you know, shout out to Genesis, man, for doing, you know, her thing in this podcast. She, I felt like she knew what she was talking about. At no point throughout the podcast did I ever feel like she was lost or didn't know what the hell to say. Like, even when we were talking about, like, like the sports aspect of it. So, I give her a lot of props. I thought she did a great job. Um, and, you know, maybe she has a little podcast in her future. So, please tune in. I thought it was a real fun episode. It was real just genuine conversation. And that's all I want for the people that I get on this podcast. So, I hope you guys enjoy. And please see chapter 18, The Female Perspective. Yes, sir. Welcome to another edition slash episode of the podcast. Here and out. I'm your host with the most, Elijah Mendez, a.k.a. The Prophet. underscore on Instagram. Please follow me for all my life updates. And follow the podcast at here underscore e period m period out on Instagram for all the updates on the podcast as well. Today is a special episode of the podcast because I do have a guest with me today. Yes, I do. That is correct. So today I have the uh, wonderful Genesis here, uh, avid Nick fan, avid sports fan you know she listens to various amounts of music as well and fashion game on point so i'd love to get her take on a couple of things we're gonna talk about boston boston might come back what it was just down 3-0 last week and i'll be talking about game seven on a monday no way speaking of that i mean i'm still feeling the the disappointment as a nick fan and seeing them go down in miami like i didn't want to talk to anybody that day and we're done but we just want to reflect on it because I am talking to a Nick fan as well. So just wanted to get her take on that. And, you know, we'll dabble into the music scene. You know, there's a lot of new music coming out. There's some albums coming up. We got the summer coming up. Last year we had Un Verano Sin Ti already came out. Honestly, never mind, had came out. These last, last. These are songs that have been out and about. What's the song of the summer now? Like, where are we going? Is this that new Bad Bunny track? Are we doing... The hip shit now, like is that is that the vibe for the summertime? But you know, we'll talk about everything from the wrestling jumpsuits that every woman is wearing nowadays um, to what the fuck happened to the sundresses. What are the trends that women are wearing nowadays? Because like, I actually have the woman on the podcast, and we get to get her take on it. This is the first time you've had a woman. Oh, that's actually I think I think so. Yeah, you're the first one. Um, so yeah, we'll get her take on a various amount of topics, but um. You know, stay tuned. We have a lit-ass episode to go on. So, uh, let's get to it. Okay. 
All right, so, Genesis. So, I wanted to start off, let's start off with the sports aspect of it. So, our Knicks got eliminated last round, unfortunately. I mean, I was at the bar watching the game and was like so distraught after that. And I feel like, even though this would be a conversation for a different, well, maybe a little later on this podcast. (laughs) But like, I feel like you would understand like, when your team lose, like, you know how motherfuckers, like, guys, you know, because there, there are girls that are like that, too. But, like, guys, it's just, like, they don't fuck with, like, it fucks up their whole day. Mm-hmm. That's literally how I felt after that shit. Okay. Like, I was in the bar, like, hanging out. It's like, oh, yeah, I'm done. Okay. I'm good. Like, yo, what the, yo, bro, where you going? <laughs> nah, I'm out. Fuck that. I'm out. I'm going home. Yeah, I'm, I'm good. I'm going home. Yeah. Um, so, how did you become a Nick fan? Like, where, where did it all start? Like, was your dad a Nick fan? Like, how did you go about, are you an avid basketball watcher? Or is it more about you watch it here and there when you have the opportunity to, when it's on TV, you'll watch it? Or, like, you know, describe to me how you became a sports fan. I think that was, like, ten questions in one. So, Let's... basically, I like all sports, right? Mm-hmm. So my dad has ten brothers, two sisters. Mm-hmm. My mom has one brother. Growing up, we all lived in one building. Mm-hmm. My uncles were like in their twenties, prime time sports mm-hmm. era. Like yeah. they're buying beers, and my we had the main apartment. They're all coming downstairs. We all live in the same building. Fucking eight of us. Yeah. So just think about like I'm like fucking in second grade making bets. Like if the Knicks win tonight, I'm not going to school tomorrow. Yeah. <laughs> they're like okay. So I was able to stay up and like you know from there you get like the love for like the team that your whole family. It's really important yeah, for me. It's like Knicks, Mets, Giants. <laughs> Those are your three teams. The three, like, yeah. But it's like, all right, so is, is basketball like your, your number one? Or is the watch all of them somewhat evenly? Hmm. I'd say evenly. Like, football season is the shortest. Mm-hmm. So, obviously, that's like a quick, like, come and go. The Giants, we used to make it far recently, even like a little yeah. older, So, you know. And then baseball is, like, the longest season, but the most fun. The games are, like, the cheapest. You could go, you could enjoy all the games. The weather's nice. Basketball, it's fun to watch. You watch March Madness. The college, you watch, like, your team. And then, like, it gets expensive. You can't go to all the games. Yeah. I like to go to the games. Like, I like to be in it. So, I don't know. Like, I, I like all of them. Kind of equally. You like all of them equally? I like, I just like the, I don't know, like I like the experiences. Basketball lasts like, the, no baseball actually. I don't know. I like all of them. <laughs> Alright, so, so if you had to describe, alright, so what's the, so you've been to a football game before too, right? Yeah. So you know, like I feel like football, the tailgating aspect of it is always like necessary for a lot of football fans. Like baseball and basketball, it's kind of like. Yeah, you do it, you know, if you could do it. Like, going to MSG and shit, that's different. But, like, going to play, like, going to watch a game in City Field or going to watch a game in Yankee Stadium, you know, you got people that are, you know, drinking at the bars around town or drinking in the parking lot. Mm-hmm. Um, but I feel like football, it's more part of the culture to an extent. So, which one do you have a preference of? Which sport do you like watching the most? Or? So, I don't know. Uh-huh. Like, I'm not going to lie. <laughs> When I went to football games, I wasn't old enough to drink. Ah. I was just going for the vibes. Like, I'm there, and I was mm. literally... 
Football vibes are fun as fuck. Everybody's into it. Yeah. Where I was, like, sitting and stuff, like, all the fans are very big Giants fans. Like, they're into it. And I don't know. Like, I... Like, I've only been drinking for so long, you know? <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm, I you like don't want to, to have actual yourself. fun without the alcohol, you no, know? No, yeah, so listen, I agree I feel 100%. like the most fun I've had at a game without alcohol is, yeah, like a Giants game. They be like, get on down and third down, like some shit. Get on up, it's third down, like, and you're up and you're lit, and then... I've, fucking basketball games I'm like drunk and like accidentally on the big screen so I'm like, all embarrassed and stuff <laughs> <laughs> I don't know like I I don't know like I have I enjoy all of it mm. a lot like too much more than I no, more than a normal female probably would but I blame my uncles no yeah. listen I mean you grew up around a lot of guys and they, they were watching sports yeah. so you know you kind of felt like you wanted to be part of that culture too, and that's and that's cool though because you don't you don't see a lot of women that are like that. Some women, females, just get bored of it, um, or just are there for the drinks and food aspect of it. But for you to actually get entertained by the game is actually pretty cool. Yeah, like I could be at a game with no drink. Yeah, I, mean, I just don't prefer to nowadays. <laughs> I mean, it's it's just that adult aspect of it. I mean, if we could have drinks, why not? Yeah, why not? Yeah, it's like why? Vibes. Yeah. If, if I'm, not, I'm not going to turn the drink down just because we go into this. Ooh, like what? Yeah, so I'll take that drink and exactly. We're gonna see yeah. that gorilla turned up. Like <laughs> it don't matter. It makes it a little bit better. Yeah, it makes it like <laughs> they'd be like, "Yo, is he waving?" <laughs> yeah, is he waving at me right now? Yeah. Yo, what it up? Makes it a little better. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so. So you've been a Nick fan for a little while now. How did you feel after what happened? Do you like what do you think is the main reason? Like I'm won't, I won't have you go in depth into the basketball uh analysis here, but what do you put my big girl on? You do whatever you feel like is Let me know what you think. Like why do you think like they lost that series and how did you feel after watching that last game? So last game, honestly, I was a little bit drunk. I don't, I just know I was so disappointed. And you're watching the whole time, they're fucking close. And then at the end, it's like, mm mm-hmm. I know. <laughs> but, um, what was your first question? Um, like, how did you, how did you feel about them? Like, what do you think is the reason they lost the series? Oh, okay. So, I got a lot of opinions. Go ahead. But I you see your time. I don't like to talk on it because I'm like a female. Like I don't play basketball, so no, like, it's okay. Give you best take. I'm just take. looking at what I'm watching and what yeah. I always watch. You know, fucking there should be more than just one person fucking shooting over thirty points per game. Like that's it. Fact. Like there's no reason fucking little Brunson is doing everything. He's like my fucking height. Like you have him doing the most, and like he's, you know, like. <laughs> I don't know. And then fucking Randall. Oh, man. Little fucking angry bitch. Like, sorry. (laughs) Listen, it's okay. This is is a rated R podcast, so you can I just feel like you can't let your emotions and, like, your mental get in the way of a game. You have to still do your best. And, like, 
a lot of players they can't navigate between that and it gets the best out of them like Mm -hmm. even Tatum like it's a lot he's a great fucking player but he'll be going through it mentally and he's missing everything and once you get that mental block like you're absolutely done Mm -hmm. and Randall he just can't grasp it like he fucking gets so emotional so angry and then Mm -hmm. when one person's like that like it doesn't affect just you and your game it's affecting everybody's game and then everybody has like a negative cloud over their head and if you just like you know be a little more graceful like take everything as it is and like not be a fucking hothead maybe you'll be okay (laughs) make your hits and shoot your free throws and do what you gotta do no i mean i completely agree with that i mean randall he had his problems in the playoffs i still don't know what the hell to think about this guy he definitely gets me stressed out as a Nick fan, and it's like you never really want to hate a player that's on your team, but like he's one of those guys that's like you really don't. But <sighs> fucking, I notice like a lot of Knicks fans. I don't know what's up with y'all, but y'all be like booing people, and I feel like that's so <laughs> mean. And that's like it's not even just the Knicks. Like it's a lot of New York teams. Like our fans are so fucking rude. Yeah, they're crazy. And, like, why would people want to come play for us? Like, if you're yeah. going to have one bad game and everybody's going to be booing you know, like, I, I'm not doing it. I'm but, I mean, all right, so you, I'm pretty sure you've seen the side talk videos and all that shit. Yeah. Like, you see, like, these Nick fans, like, Nick fans get rowdy if they win one game in the playoffs. Yeah. And they're like, yo, fucking Jalen Brunson MVP. Yo, like... Jimmy Butler, didn't you regret not coming to the Knicks? You know? He, he definitely does. He wanted to be here. Yeah, like, they go crazy for this shit. Because it's like, it's like, uh, I don't know. This could be a conversation for another day. But it's like, it's similar to, like, the love-hate relationship you have with New York City. It's like, it's a great city. You know, we have fucking, you can get a sandwich at 4 o'clock in the morning if you want to. You get tacos, whatever the fuck you want. You really can. At any point. But... There's some parts of it you're like, motherfucker, like, I, I'd rather live somewhere else. Here, yeah, yeah, fucking hate the homeless people that are out here. There's just so many. You could, like, people are dying every day and shit. You're like, you know, you're like, damn, this shit crazy out here. It's but it's, it's probably the story of, like, basketball players and all this too. Like, you want to play for New York because if you win in New York, it's, it's no, no city is ever going to compare to winning here. Yeah. Like, the time the Knicks, like, the Giants have won, the Yankees have won, the Mets haven't won in a while. I know. We'll talk about that, I guess. Uh, the Jets, they haven't won in a while either. Um, so I feel like the the Knicks, if they ever win a championship, the fucking city's gonna go on fire. If it's up, it's stuck. <laughs> <laughs> now you're referencing fuck. Cardi B shit. And a lot of like, um, what's that guy's name? Who? Mitchell. He wanted to play for New Donovan York. Mitchell. Yeah. yeah. Like a lot of people want to come here and like make Not us better, did. but it's also like the front office. They're just okay with like. I mean, I don't know what you guys are okay with, but it's from the outside. It seems like they're just okay with like, okay, we made it to the playoffs. We're good. We mm-hmm. have people who will make us to the playoffs. So we're good. Like they don't really care to look past that. So yeah. it's just kind of like disappointing as a fan. <laughs> no, I mean, it's I I give them a lot of props though. I mean, I recently because of the fact they that. They stepped it up. I mean, we got Brunson. Brunson was they, that heart trade. That heart trade was really good. He changed yeah. it up. He got the son. My son got the New he York got braids. That attitude. He got the New York attitude. Yeah, he has he New York City mentality. Here. Yeah. Um. What's that guy's name? Toppin. Toppin. Obi? You like Obi? I like him. I like him a lot. I feel like when he comes on, like I feel excited. Yeah. 
That game, what was it? I think it was game... I think it was game five where they, they came and Obi came in, I think, that second quarter. And Julius Randle was just playing like shit. And Obi came in and they went on this little run. And, like, Obi caught, like, an alley-oop dunk. And everyone just was going crazy. Yeah. And us Knicks fans, why the fuck you don't start Obi trade Randle's bum ass? But this is my thing. You don't notice, like, even when he's hot like that, the coach will fucking take him out to put in... Yeah. Somebody who's not as hot or like is in a mental battle with the game. And it's like, why are you doing that if this guy just fucking scored three, five three pointers back yeah. to back to back? Like, what the yeah. fuck are you taking him out for? You never take out the hot hand or the hot foot, the hot fucking anything. You don't fucking yeah. take it out. And Mr. Fucking Angry Man, what's his name? Tom Thibodeau. Tibbs? Thibodeau. He just be taking him out, and it's like, are you good? Like, yeah. are you not seeing what I'm seeing right now? Because he just caught y'all up. <laughs> nah, for real. It's I don't know. They they have this they have this infatuation with Julius Randle. It just doesn't make any sense with me. But I thought I was the only one seeing it. No, I mean, I, I think every Nick fan like after the the playoff game where they lost in Miami. I don't know if you saw it, but there was a video on Twitter going around, and they was like they wrote trade me. On his fucking picture on MSG, and they yeah. pulled that shit down. Okay. And, and like as Randall and like as his family, you like what the fuck, bro? You like, always feel bad for them. Yeah, I kind of feel because he's just like regular motherfucker. But you know? he asks for it. Like nah, he does. He, he does. Sat in the interview stuff. and said maybe they wanted more than us. Yeah, like so what? You don't fucking want it, like you know? And as a fan, <laughs> that's gonna infuriate you, yeah. like. Like what? Like what the fuck you mean they wanted more? Play Get fucking your ass harder, up and bro. Do your job. Like, exactly. Win something. You you don't have to win the chip. Win the first round. Win the second round. Yeah, win like fucking make it somewhere. This is this is our shot. Like you know, I don't know. It was tough. All right, but, but they have hope. We we do have hope for next year. Hopefully, uh, I I like this momentum here. Like yeah. Jalen Brunson, we know he's good. He's, he's a star. Good. Like he, heart, heart. he's. Like questionable, I like the attitude he brings. I like the like, like the, I saw him in person mentality. once with him, and like it was different. Like, just feels a little bit more professional. Like mm-hmm. it's not like a G League game; it's like a B League, <laughs> something a little bit more. Yeah, but I don't know. I mean, he has that, like, he, he's a scrappy player. Like, he'll go grab rebounds, he'll go grab mm-hmm. steals, you know, like, he don't, he don't give a fuck, you know? He doesn't really, like, hide. Yeah, yeah. he don't hide, like, yeah. how they, he, like, he could play, like, Put I feel, out there. somebody said that, I, think, I don't know if it was Walt Clyde Frazier, it's a guy from the Nick broadcast, he was like, he could play in any era, because of the fact that he was just, like, back then people were, like, rough and tough, you know, like, back then it's like, now you touch a dude on the arm, he's flailing, like, oh my god, it's a foul, it's like, bro, what? I used to watch basketball like in the, okay. in the living room with my parents mm-hmm. and like you'd be watching like full on fucking brawls between the teams and mm-hmm. now you don't see none of that like everybody's just like bitches no it's true and I wanna see that like I wanna I, you wanna see them like, scrap get mad get me to like fucking play a game or something like no it's I, I mean know. it's true I mean hockey you could throw gloves and start scrapping lacrosse too, so. I played lacrosse mm-hmm. just because you could hit bitches are you scrapping with shorties on the field? <laughs> yeah. He was like, drop your motherfucking stick. Let's I go right now. <laughs> so Take that tiny ass helmet off. Boom, boom. But like it gives you character. Like you have to do shit like that. Like at least I wasn't fighting on the street. I was fighting on the field. There you so. go. 
And so you took your anger out a little bit. Yeah, you gotta do something. <laughs> but I feel like all sports, like you should be able to do a little something without being in fear of like your career. Like no, I agree. I mean, you should be able to throw. Sports bring out the fucking worst in people, and it's like you rather be lucky they're doing it on the field like in front of all of you guys than in the street and then getting arrested for it and then like they can't play for the whole fucking mm-hmm. season because they're in jail so oh man I, I was now nah, I don't want to bring that up because I feel like we could talk about 20 minutes for that but like okay. like John Morant like the shit with him pulling a gun out on IG Live and shit like that and it's like questionable decisions because you're an NBA superstar yeah. and you kind of it's like I remember I'll never forget this and I think I've said this on this podcast before He's one of the first, you know how people go from the hood to the NBA? It's like John Moran's doing the opposite. He's going from the NBA to the hood because he never mm-hmm. grew up like that. He was a private So he grew school. up in like a good neighborhood. Yeah, private school kid and shit. And he decided to like throw. People he's hanging around with clearly have been influencing him to that's, go down the wrong path. From my perspective, that's just all I see that mm-hmm. as like you're just around the wrong group of people. And like I feel like a, as in a personal preference, like me speaking as myself, like you don't notice you're around the wrong people until, like, shit really goes bad. Mm. Like, and then it's, like, shit. Like, I'm only in this predicament because I'm friends with this person. So, I mean, like, maybe he's going to notice it and, like, take a flip around, you would hope. But at the same time, it's, like, you have to want better for yourself and be around better for yourself, and then you'll do better for yourself. And his friend didn't tell him to pull out the gun, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. his friend was just on live, and he's all feeling it. So it's like, you have to, like, be cautious of who your audience is, because he has, like... We're watching him, but fucking five-year-olds are watching him, too, because he fucking exactly. shoots and plays a good game. So it's like, all right, he's shooting and playing basketball, but he's also fucking shooting up people, so yeah. what are you going to do, like, you know? As a little, we could figure it out, but as a little kid, like they're just like, oh, he's John Moran, like, yeah, he's doing it. So exactly. you never know, and that's why I don't want to be famous because you never know you how can't. something's gonna affect somebody else, not just yourself. True. Somebody else, you it, don't know. You can't do regular Nothing. shit, like yeah. you know. It's just you can't, like I mean, guns could be legalized where he's at, right? Like it's not really. Yeah, that's what that. I said too. Like they probably are legalized. Yeah, yeah but. Where even is he? Memphis? Like, I'm pretty. I, I don't know how it is. I, I I didn't look it up, so I don't know. But I think it is legal out there. Yeah. Um. It's just, he, as his friends, right? Like, he, the guy Ja is probably no offense. Is probably their meal ticket. Let's be yeah. honest. My son is making yeah. millions of dollars, right? As his friend, it's like if you saw that shit, like, yo, bro, what are you doing? Like, what the? Like, you having a talk to him with him would be nice, and his pops. AKA uh fucking wannabe looking usher. Yeah. Like where where is he at, bro? Like talk to your son about like his quiet. decisions. Is he's been quiet and talking about like, you know, he's wearing t shirts and shit that are like free jaw and all that. But how about talking to him about the situation? Yeah, <laughs> nah, he'd be wearing shit like like, you know, promoting jaw like after he got suspended that first time. But it's just like like be a father, you know, like not just be a fan. Like, that's yeah. what he needs. Like, he needs a little bit of guidance to tell him, like, yo, like, the shit you're doing is not, yeah. it's not going to rock. It's not going to fly. You're in the NBA. Yeah. You got spotlight on you all the time by kids, contract adults, like, contracts. act like that with fucking millions of dollars on the line as well. Exactly. All right, so let's dive in because we're about to hit the 20-minute mark on this aspect of it. Mm-hmm. But let's, 
dive into the Celtics Heat series because <laughs> clearly you have a strong infatuation with one player on the Boston Celtics team, even though they're even. even though they're Basuda. I think if you had more female guests, they would understand. Yeah, uh, <laughs> so probably understand. because I right, so all right. So okay. who'd you go for last year in finals? Do you prefer because Steph Curry because you know Steph Curry, a lot of females like him too. I do like Steph. Or Jason Tatum. I prefer Jason Tatum. You prefer Jason Tatum. I was thinking about it earlier today, right? And I remember the draft Mm -hmm. where Tatum was fucking selected. A lot of cute players were selected that year, Uh and I feel like that was the year that it was like, okay, like I am just watching basketball on my dad, but like. Damn, like they're cute and they can play really good. It's like uh-huh. not have a reason to watch every game. Like before, I was just like, okay, I'm watching the Knicks games because I'm a Knicks fan. No, now I watch every game. Yeah. Like, because they're all like, how are you? Like, you know, like <laughs> I don't know how to explain it, but like I've watched Stoudemire, like all these ugly players, like they're good. <laughs> there's cute players doing good. Like damn, now I want to, I want to watch everybody. So. Tatum? What you want to talk about with Tatum? <laughs> the last you... game my jaw was dropped. Literally dropped. Why? Because of the, the game winning? Because, okay. Or you so, talking about a specific moment with Tatum? At the moment, right? I don't really care who wins, either Celtics or the Heat, because the Heat just knocked out the, the Knicks. Knicks. Yeah. Like, fuck you guys. But then at the same time, the Celtics and the Knicks, it's a long-lasting like rivalry. Like... Mm-hmm. Rivalry. 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 I don't know. I can't say it. But That's okay. My dad's always said, like, fuck any of the Boston teams. Like, we don't go for them. We don't go for the Patriots. Facts. We don't go for any anybody over there. Like, fuck you guys. So, as soon as Jason Tatum was on the team, that whole perspective changed. Because, like, now, if the Knicks aren't in, I'm going for him. And that causes a little bit of beef in the yeah, household. Yeah, it does. Because I can imagine. Because for the Celtics? But right now, like, we really can't go for either of them because we hate both of them. So, as much as I would like to see Tatum win because, like, not only is he cute, his son's cute. Like, I've watched them make it this far and lose so many times. Like, Mm. I kind of hope you do win. But at the same time, like, the Heat winning would be so cool because, like, they were saying it on TV, like, most of their players weren't even drafted. Mm -hmm. Like... Tyler Harrell's out. Fucking Jimmy Butler and um, Bam. That's all I got. And then all these fucking like G League players. So you guys winning, like that's kind of cool. No, it is. (laughs) Like, like, you know, like that's really like some underdog shit. And I like that. So I don't know how I'm feeling right now. Like yesterday night, that's when they played, right? Yeah, that's they played. I was, I kind of wanted the Heat to win. Like, okay, game, like, you guys are going to win game four, you're done. Like, that's all you have to do. Yeah. But then my dad was talking about it, right? And he was like, the NBA wouldn't want it to be Heat and the fucking Nuggets because who's going to be watching it? Like, your their viewers are going to be low. So then I was like, damn, like, maybe it really is scripted. But I told my sister, I said, if the Heat win tonight, I won't believe it's scripted. But if they lose tonight, that shit is scripted. And then the whole fourth quarter was like, what the fuck? Yeah, what's going on? So as soon as they won, my sister was like, it's scripted. And I don't know how I feel. (laughs) I mean, I hope hope not. I mean, it's just for the, the fucking... I mean, we played sports growing like, up as kids no and shit. other team has came up 
from this three, lady, nothing. three and nothing. And then Bullshit. on top of that, who the fuck lives in Denver to be watching the Nuggets? And in Miami, it's who's a Miami fan? Like everybody's tourist that lives in Miami, there's no like native fans. Yeah, they all. So the ratings them. would be absolutely fucking terrible. The NBA does not want that. They want. It's true. Boston fucking Nuggets. That's a good ratings. Yeah. Boston coming up is zero and three. They never did that before. That's a good rating. So it's like okay after that it feels like it's scripted, but everybody's <laughs> eyes is gonna be on that game tomorrow. Like yeah, that game seven is gonna go crazy and game seven. <gasps> it's scary. I I mean I, as a Knicks fan I don't really give a fuck. I mean I want the Nuggets yeah, to win whoever they play. Like I'm Me just I'm like every that. time um, after the game you see how um, I can't say his name. Jokic. Oh, Jokic, yeah. And his daughter, they'll like make eye contact and point to their ring finger. Mm-hmm. I want him to win just because of that. Just that's because cool, right? of yeah. that. Like, that's so cute. Little moments like that. But then, like, dudes. Like, you know, you know Jason Tatum, the single dad. Yeah. Oh my God. But, I don't know. It's looking a little mixy. It's looking very interesting. And I'm, last year I tweeted, right? Mm-hmm. I was like, um, Celtics in Game Seven, they lost. So I don't know. Like wait, they, last year? Yeah, last. Oh, no. oh wait, last no. season. Yeah. Oh, when they lost the Warriors, mm-hmm. and that was in six, though. Whatever. I tweeted before Game Six. I was like, Celtics in seven. Like I was calling. So pretty it. much you jinxed that. Was, yeah, but it's okay because I'm okay. not a Celtics fan. I'm I don't mind. But like that's that was just my prediction, and they fucking failed me. So. I just feel like, I don't know, I've seen them make it, like, far before and, like, mm. fumble the bag. You never know what to expect. Like, no, it's true. It's sports. <laughs> That's the excitement. Like, you don't know what the fuck, like, how people woke up feeling, like. It's, I just can't imagine, like, like being a fan, like, and your team is close to winning the championship. I can imagine how crazy your heart is beating. Like, it's just. So much is like going on. Like if the Knicks is in that shit, I would like I'm scream like I was in the play. I'm screaming at the television. I'm like, yeah. what the fuck are y'all doing? Like, yeah, yeah. like, what's like calling out plays. Like, like I'm on the fucking court. Like I'm the coach. Like I'm Thibodeau. Like fucking replace replace Thibodeau with me. Like yo, I know what y'all should be doing. That's how I feel sometimes. Like no, it, it is. You don't know what's best for your own fucking team. I do. Yeah, like but listen, like do you don't, really you get paid to the coach, that? but like fuck <laughs> that. Like listen, I know what we gotta do. Get fucking Randall off the off the court. Pull Obi in, and we getting buckets. Mm-hmm. Obi's good. Nah, I like Obi. I like him a lot. All right. But, um, you ready for the next topic? Yeah. All right, let's, <laughs> let's do it. All right. So now let's get into music, right? So as an avid music listener, like I listen to music, doing everything pretty much. Like, I can be doing laundry, listening to music, cleaning the house, listening to music, in the gym, listening to music, in the car, listening to music. Like, I'm if I'm going out, I'm in a club, what am I doing? Listening to fucking music. Mm-hmm. And if the DJ's trash, I'm outside. Fuck that. I'm not staying in this spot. I need, <laughs> I need the music to be valid every spot I'm at. You know, because if it's trash, I can't because I'm just so into music. Like, yeah. I don't know. No, nah, I can't. And if, like... Not tolerating it. it. Nah, I can't tolerate it. And if you can't transition either, give you going from Eminem to, I don't know, I'm just throwing shit together. Taylor Swift, what the fuck are you doing? Yeah. I need need to hear some smooth transition. Afrobeat, keep with the Afrobeat vibe. You're going reggae, go 
keep going, could I get could I get dong? Same shit, keep going. I don't fucking go bad bunny and then go to fucking little Wayne. Like what are we doing? Unless the transition to it is perfect. No. Yeah. Unless it's a good transition. Exactly. Because I could deal with bad bunny and little Wayne. Mm-hmm. As long as you go into it in a smooth way, yeah, that exactly. Make you, like infuriated. Okay, we're cool. Yeah. Yeah. So um so let's just get into like just the going out with music culture and shit. So, are there specific genres of music that you look for when you're going out to a spot? Or are you more into, like, as long as, you know, I know this song, I'm fine with the music that's being played? Or are you looking for a specific shit that's like, okay, like, I need this type of music in order for my night to be lit? Okay. So, I'm a little biased. Like... (laughs) I like all types of music, but I can't do just one type only. Okay. So if I'm out and you're just playing like reggae all night, like, all right, it's fun at first, but I want to hear a good mix. Mm-hmm. And I feel like that's why I've been leaning towards the city more because you'll get a good mix out mm-hmm. of DJs in the city. They'll go from fucking reggae to fucking house music to fucking just regular Spanish music to rap and like it's all so smooth and you're like up the whole time. Like, yeah, a lot of DJs in Queens and like other places I've dealt with like I don't in the city like the DJs and the transitions are just unmatched so they're places and I feel like I look for a good mix a lot I could do without a good mix I could do with just Spanish music or just like rap or like a mix of Spanish and rap but like mm-hmm. if, if it's not like enough like if it's sounding like the same shit all night like that's infuriating Yeah, it's just like a waste of a night out if you're doing it good, you're doing great. Like, I could listen to just the two genres on night. But if you're doing, like, pretty shitty with the transaction transitions, like, now I'm just upset. No, so it's like your night is ruined. I want you. a good... If I'm going out, I'm looking for a good mix. I'm looking for house music, Spanish music, fucking rap music, mm-hmm. fucking white people music. Listen, it's all good. I've said that for the before. A mix of everything. Like, I just want everything because I could. I feel like anybody could really vibe to anything if it's a good fucking song. And if you're playing it the right way, playing the right mix, like, it's the right vibe. Yeah. I'm just looking for the right vibe when I go out, maybe. No, I I feel you on that. How to explain it. Like, I don't want to stick to one thing. I want to be versatile and I want to have a good time while being versatile like I don't want to feel like judged for it I don't want to feel like I'm like fiending for one type of music like mm-hmm. just have the perfect amount of everything yeah in the right way an appropriate way and like we'll be we'll be cool mm. okay <laughs> what do you like because you'll be outside um I mean I'm into everything to be honest I'm, I'm very similar to what you're saying I mean I just feel like if it's I like to have a little mix of everything um Unless it's an event specific to one genre. Like, then I yeah. gotta anticipate it. Because like, then you have to expect it. Exactly. Like, I went to an R&B night. When was it? Uh, like a month or so ago. Mm-hmm. And it was purely R&B. Obviously, I don't mind yeah. that. It was on a Thursday night. Yeah. So, but it's like the songs that were being played. Like, I want to hear some shit. I don't want to hear some shit. I'm, it's going to sound fucked up. I'm not the mu- music guru. I'm not the music. Like, I know every song and shit. But, like, if I hear some shit, it's like, hmm, I never really heard this. And we're talking about iconic R&B tracks. You got you to gotta play the hits. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, I'm trying to go over like, here and sing my heart out. Music. Exactly. 
Um, but it, it, it kind of depends on how I'm feeling. Kind of yeah. similar, you know, like if I'm in the mood to like... Shake some ass? You're well, shake I, some I don't ass. shake ass. But <laughs> like if I if I want to be around women that are shaking ass, you know, it's got to be... They got to be playing the proper music to that. But if I want to dance like salsa, bachata, or some shit like that, then it's like... You got to play the music for that. Or if yeah. I want to dance with the shorties that are shaking ass... It's got to be the right, uh, you know, you got to be playing that shit. Because I don't want to hear fucking... The vibe like, just has to be right. I don't want to hear fever and then you're bumping into, like, fucking Beyonce to the left, to the left. Like, what are we doing here? Mm-hmm. You know? But sometimes I'm rather to the left, to the left than fever. No, of course. it's it's <laughs> like, it, it just, just depends really on the depends vibe. the vibe, yeah. How you feeling? But that is, like, more of the um, the people who are throwing the event rather than the DJ. Oh yeah, I mean it's people who are throwing the event have to make sure they're throwing like a good put together, well rounded event, and the DJ has to be up to par with all of those. The DJ has to be notified about what the vibe is. Yeah. You know, like as a DJ, I mean, this is not to give. I'm giving all these DJs who are on this tips here. Always cater to the woman. Yeah, because women rule the world. <laughs> I mean, I'm a feminist, so I mean, You're without 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 women, where the fuck would we be at in this life? You know, uh, you'd be swimming in somebody's nuts. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> they're not making no oh shit. That, I mean, exactly. Like, what the fuck are we doing? Um, but it it is true though to an extent because if the woman like if if you have girls at the party right and they're dancing, they're having a good time, they don't mind the music. And you come up to me, yo, bro. Can you play some? Can you play some Chef G, some Chief Keef? Bro, no, yeah. I'm not. You, you see, every all these girls over here enjoying dancing, having a good time. And you over here trying to tell me to put on some like trap shit, some drill shit. Like I'm not gonna but put that on. There's certain women who are into that. No, of course there like, is. It, even if it's not like all the songs, like I know one time I was in the club. And mm-hmm. there's like a trap song that came on. I knew all the words. Mm-hmm. I don't even know why I knew all the words. I was just drunk. Do you remember what song it was? It was like that song. It's like, I don't talk, that talk. <laughs> Empty out the clips. I was like, oh, that man. one. So I was singing it. Fuck. And there was a guy next to me. He was like, you know all the words? I was like, I, I didn't even say, yeah, I know. I just kept singing. Because mm-hmm. why are you interrupting me? Yeah. Like, this is my moment. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Afterwards, he hit me up and was like, 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 kind of like, you know, like applauding me for it. Uh, but in my head, I'm like, okay, like now I'm sober. And two, like, I don't know why the DJ was playing that. Like, they should have been playing something more for like every female. Yeah. But instead, they're playing like just a specific, like, you know, nobody wants to be in the club listening to trap music. Yeah. And we are, and like, yeah, I'm vibing to it. But every other female might not be. Yeah, you know? they're going to be like, what the fuck is this shit? So it's just kind of like, like you said, the females, we run shit. <laughs> it it could cater definitely to a lot. I mean, guys, it's just be like, hard. Oh, like, they just have a hard job. No, they do. That's it's it's job. not easy because the transitions, keeping up with all the music. They're fucking music every week, every fucking week, and different type of week. music. Like, I've noticed a lot too. Like, if you go to like Viva Toro enough, right? Mm-hmm. All the DJs play the same fucking songs. Mm-hmm. Like, no matter if it's Funk Flex or fucking, fucking DJ, I don't know who. Like, they're playing the I same songs. Yeah. The same mix, the same everything. So it's like, 
I that's why I like going on the city because they're gonna play like the elevator music and they're gonna mix it with like the fucking reggaeton music that you're listening to and it's yeah, gonna blow your mind and you're gonna be like what the fuck like they did that mm-hmm. and that's I don't know like I just feel like the city is a different vibe than they're going out other here. boroughs yeah they're gonna stick to one thing <laughs> alright so quick little hit here before I get into your your favorite song slash artist right now what are your favorite spots to go out to in the city right now so i don't know <laughs> like, like do you have so the semester spots? just ended i haven't really like explored my outside in the city because like as i've been in college i've just been going to like queens like Same spots. by my house is like bell boulevard and they have like a whole strip of like bars hookah bars like clubs like all different shit mm-hmm. So, like, my whole college life, I've been there just fucking five minutes away from my house. Mm. And then in the beginning, before COVID, I was at a lot of St. John's parties and, like, predominantly St. John's, this, that, that, and the third. So, I'd say, like, if I'm going to the city and I just want to vibe, I'm going to go to a bar. Like, I like, um, not Mr. Purple, but it's by Mr. Purple. It's called something. (laughs) (laughs) It's by like Mr. Purple and Pianos. I Mm. like Mr. Purple and Pianos, but this other place I like a lot. And I can't fucking think of the name of it right now. But basically like the upstairs is like a calm vibe. And then downstairs is like where you're going to get all the vibes. Like There's a spot called the Delancey that's right in LES. It's it's in that area, but it's not the Delancey. Hold on. Somebody just texted me about it. Recently. No, that is crazy, though. I mean, Manhattan does definitely give you a lot of different vibes. You should, and, like, especially in LES, there's fucking, yeah, like, LES, I, fucking 10 bars on one block. Like, I'm going to go to all I the have this crazy-ass take about LES, though, because it's just, like, LES just has literally a mix. Like, if you had the, if you say New York City is a melting pot, LES is the pure example of that shit because mm-hmm. you have motherfucking crackheads out there. Yep. You got motherfuckers that are from the hood. You got white motherfuckers. You got motherfuckers that are here from Williamsburg, Greenpoint, Bushwick, all that shit, going out just to go out for a nice kind night regards. out. Kind regards. I'm sorry to cut you off. Kind, kind regards, regards is a shit. I really like that place a lot. Really? Yeah, I do. That's a vibe. A okay, vibe. I'm going to have to check that out because I've heard about it because one of my favorite DJs, he be playing out there too. Go. DJ Supply. Maybe he's my favorite DJ too. <laughs> Upstairs, it's very like, it's tiny, like mm. just a bar and That's then New like City fucking in little fucking seats like just one seat like around one and then you go downstairs it's a whole different fucking world they got photographers down there taking pictures of you they have the bartenders are on point the music's on point it's a whole different dj than upstairs like i really like kind regards a lot damn and the flower shop oh the flower shop the flower i heard shop about that too that with their little photo booth mm. if you got a photo booth i'm gonna go <laughs> <laughs> It's a plus for me if you got a photo booth. Yeah, it's a red flag. It's a green flag. It's a green so. flag. Yeah. Oh, okay, okay. All right, so tell me. All right, so we're going to move on real quick. Hmm. Do you have any favorite songs right now? Favorite songs? Like your top three, like top three or top five. Like what are you listening to like every day? Because so. I, I know everybody, they like to jack, oh yeah, I listen to different music every day. Cap. No. Because I have songs that I listen to. Every day, like, I gotta hear at least once a day right now. Because it might change throughout the weeks, but there's shit that I'm, like, I'm listening to all the time. My everyday mix is changing literally every day. Mm -hmm. Like, 
<sighs> right now it's a mess. Like, <laughs> I know you see this. Like, I, I see the first song and I see hot fuck and I'm, <laughs> I'm like yeah. That's the summer vibe, you know, like. Me and my sister, I don't know why she brought it to my attention. Like, I don't know what even brought it to her attention. Mm-hmm. I think it was the way we had the lyrics confused. Like, I didn't know this song was called Hot Fuck. Uh-huh. I thought, as you're singing it as a little kid, this song came out in what, 19 fucking 98? Like, I don't know when the fuck I'm this singing, shit I was, I was, I was singing young. like Hot Walk, Hot Walk. Yeah, well, like, actually, the hot re- everything. The clean version is Hot Walk, I think. But the dirty version is hot fuck. That makes so much sense. Because I've been saying hot walk all my life. Now, yesterday, literally fucking yesterday, May 27th, uh-huh. I'm looking at it and my sister's like, yeah, it's called hot fuck. Did you know that? <laughs> <laughs> I, didn't, I did not know that. So I've been listening to it like nonstop, just trying to wrap my head around the fact that I was that like brainwashed. Yeah. To thinking like innocent things, like it's a hot fuck. Yeah. That's even disgusting. That's like, nah, I don't even want to hear this song. Nah, Jamaicans don't be no joke. I mean, yeah. like, they be wilding with this shit. So my top five right now. All right, go ahead. All right, so uh, I don't even know where she goes. That Bad Bunny, that song like, is crazy. you're gonna do it for me every summer, babe. Like, you just <laughs> you won. And then on um, the weekend, the Double Fantasy song with Future. I'm liking that. Okay. And it kind of makes me want to watch that show. I mean, not even kind of. I'm going to watch the show, but it makes me want to watch it, like, right now. Like, uh-huh. bye. And then I have an Amy Winehouse song in my daily rotation. Oh, really? <laughs> R.I.P., girl. But Back to Black, I listen to that, if not twice a day. Like, I just really, mm-hmm. I get her. Um, Georgia Smith, like, babe, I love you. I listen to you every day. <laughs> Tremine, I'm gonna listen to you every day. Like Taylor Swift, and that's what I'm saying. Like, because I can go from her to Charlie in two seconds. In two seconds. What is that? The versatility of your like music. I like all of it. I Spice, like Lil Yachty. Like, I know you see. This is my recently added. <laughs> I've just it's very. Been on it's, it's a, a lot of very, variety like, on that. Versatile stuff. Like I, I. I have ADHD, so maybe like I can't stick to one thought in specific as it is. And then when it comes to music, like if you're making me feel something, I'm gonna listen to you. Facts. So if it's like fuck bitches and fuck men, like I'm gonna listen to you. If it's I'm a lover girl, like I'm gonna listen to you. Like yeah. I'm just gonna listen to you, and I'm gonna feel something. And that's how I like your music. I don't know. Like I gotta feel something. No, I mean, I, I respect it. I mean... Do you? <laughs> yeah, of course I do. I mean, my, my shit is literally... If I show you where my shit is at, it's the same shit. It's my like, shit's a mess. It's like, I literally... I, well, recently I've been into a lot of, like, freestyle shit. So, like, the shit that like my parents... My parents... Our parents used to listen to. That's that shit. Like, and you see, this is my problem. That's, like, that summertime vibes music. Yeah, too. Like, like... Music nowadays does not fucking compare. And that's thank you. I just that. the issue. Like... You have to have music for every fucking, like, situation in your life. Like, us growing up, we're going to family barbecues in the summertime mm-hmm. outside. They're listening to freestyle music. Yeah. Straight freestyle music, nothing mm-hmm. else. So now we're growing up, what the fuck are we listening to? Because they don't make freestyle music no more. That's we're listening to what? Fucking trap Bounce that ass. Yeah. <laughs> like, like, it's about time that so they, hey, ladies, drop it down. Like I'm a, just like, right, a cultural... Like, preference, I guess. Like, if you grow up listening to one thing, you're going to want to continue doing that. So, 
they haven't made freestyle music since the 80s we're gonna listen to music from the 80s that's i mean it. that's true i mean I, I grew up i mean my parents used to play shit and I'm, my dad especially because my dad used to really be playing the music mm-hmm. and he used to play a lot of shit and i'd be like dad what the fuck are we listening to like he used to play mm-hmm. like sade back in the day um like old school like reggae like one blue heart all Same. that shit the bob marley shit i'm like Dad, what the fuck are we listening to? Right? Yeah. The weekend. He was the first one to put me on to the weekend. I'll never forget this. He used to play trilogy all the time. That's good. And I'm like, I put my Dad, dad I can't with this same song. Me and my dad used to have like arguments onto like who put each other onto the song. Uh, yeah, me, me and my dad too. Same like, shit. Like once I made it to middle school, like I'm in the mix now. You know, I'm listening. Yeah, to like People, what? My friends are putting me on at school, and I'm coming home, and I'm putting you on, Dad. Facts. So he he didn't want to accept that, and he would be like, "Nah, I put you onto the song," and in reality. I put him onto the song, so it was always like beef. Now we're we're cordial. <laughs> we put each other on, but at, for a moment it was just like, damn, like, am I getting old? Like, I'm arguing with my dad over music. <laughs> yes, listen, it's it's just how it is. My pop still to this day. Oh, I put you on a Drake. I'm like, you even put me on a Drake. Like, don't don't cap like that. Like, my dad be saying that too. I'd be like, listen, you put me on to, like, the Al Green shit, like, let's stay together, <laughs> the Temptations, all that shit. I give you props to that. Sade, yeah, The weekend, I'll give you props. All the freestyle music. But yeah, you the freestyle. It. You got like it. Like, the She's Homeless, the la-da-dee-da-da, all that shit. Yes. But, listen, the Bad Bunny, you wasn't even listening to him before that. Because he loved that album from last year. It was like, oh my god, like, oh, I, no, you know, I put you on the bad money. I was like, you didn't put me on to no bad money. I don't know what the hell you talking about. You first of all, you didn't even listen to Spanish music. My dad thinks they put me on to everything. Exactly. Like, that's that's just how parents are, especially ones that listen to music. And shit. That's probably how I'm gonna be too. Like, bitch, like <laughs> you think you know about that? No, you don't. I mean, it's kind of like how me and my sister are. Like, she's twelve. She's a Taylor Swift fan. Mm-hmm. And she was like, did you hear what Kanye say about Taylor and that song? And I was like, what, that he made her famous? And she was like, yeah. And it was a whole big argument because I'm like, bitch, he really did make her famous. Like, if you were there for that era, like, yeah, she was popping mm. on Disney Channel. She was popping all this shit. But until Kanye did what he did at the VMAs, like, she really, she was Taylor Swift, but she wasn't Taylor Swift. She was like, Taylor, you know? Swift. And I was trying to explain that to my sister who's 12 and she's a Swifty like she's not getting it and like I don't know it was like a cultural difference like damn bitch like I grew up on this like I know how it actually was but you weren't here like and like not to get anything Taylor Swift is still fucking great like I always loved her but Beyonce did deserve that award and he did make her famous and my sister was trying to argue like no he didn't like she was gonna be famous with or without him and it's like actually no like (laughs) If Kanye didn't do what he did, like her name probably wouldn't have been brought up in a lot of conversations yeah. that like got her to where she is today. No, I mean I agree. I mean yeah. there's a lot of motherfucking Swifties or I'm shit Swiftie. out there. Like, I'm, still I'm going Swiftie. to my job and I seen like five people from a job. Oh yeah, I'm going to the Taylor Swift concert mm-hmm. this week. I was like, oh words. I was so sad that I missed it. I heard it. Was, and then she brought out Ice Spice. Yeah, I heard. That I verse know. she had on that song was trash, yeah, though, I'm not going to lie. Terrible song. That shit was Karma garbage. was great without you, babe, but I was like, I love Ooh. you. Ice, listen, I'll fuck with you. I'll marry you one day if I could. But that verse, basura. 
one time I was at Dorian's mm. and I told, <laughs> I told I told somebody that I was Ice Spice's ghostwriter and he believed. Really? What the fuck is going on? He really believed me and I was like, yeah, I wrote this song for her and he was like, really? And I was like, yeah. <laughs> He believed me. We went along with it all night. We had a great night, but I'm surprised Sam was like, "Yo, can I take a picture with you?" Like, no, he famous? was like, he was a little off. I'm a little off, you know. We were both a little off. We had some shots in us. Like, no, he no. was just like, he was like, "No way!" Like, I can't believe that. I, I can't believe like, that. I was like, "Yeah, that's me, babe." And he was like, "Oh my god!" Like, it was. <laughs> I felt bad afterwards. Like, damn, did I really just do that? To you? <laughs> People be gullible nowadays, so it's not. I'm gullible too. I mean, I was. I mean, this maybe. I I was I was on my way to Houston, uh, in February, and I'm singing. I was singing. I don't know what the fuck I was singing. And there was a dude behind me. He's like, "Oh my god, what the fuck was that?" I was like, "Oh, that's me." How was Houston? I was like, "I love Houston." Houston was a great city. I would definitely love to check it out again. I didn't. I didn't. I didn't have enough days. Yeah, I didn't have enough days out there. Like I would have wanted to see her out there. Yeah. One of them moved to New York and became a model. Oh, word? Like, I'm still cool with her, yeah. But, like, uh, Houston was just lit. Houston is about, like, if you like, it's, like, very similar to New York, where it's, like, it's, like, a lot of restaurants and clubs and shit. So, if you like that vibe. But they're friendlier than New York. Mm-hmm. New Yorkers aren't that friendly. New Yorkers no, is, not. like, you have to talk to them and warm them up. And I Houston, they're trying to warm you up because you're not from there. And I, yeah. I like that better than, like, the New York vibe. Like, I, I just hate that shit. It's just so weird. Like, you go to outside of New York, and people are like, you could be walking down the street, somebody's be like, hey, how you doing? And that just throws me off as a New York. I'm like, the New York fuck you so want. Hostile. What do you want? Like, you know? Fucking. We're trained to be that way. It's, exactly. That's not normal, like, at all. But, like, you're like, oh, I'm in fucking Maryland, Delaware, Virginia, wherever the fuck I'm at. And, it's how, you people know. Why so nice? Yeah. yeah. I'm like, oh, hey, how you doing? I'm yeah. like, oh, shit. No, I used to that. All right. You ready for topic? the big? What's the next topic? Wrestling suits. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> On to the next one. All right, Genesis. So, <laughs> let's get into fashion a little bit. A so, little bit. I mean... Fashion is just such a crazy thing because I feel like history repeats itself and fashion kind of does the same thing. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, in the 90s, fanny packs and the fucking loose fitted jeans, the sweatshirts, the fucking vintage look that everybody's going for nowadays. That was all of trend 20 years ago. Yeah. So it's like history always repeats itself, especially with fashion. Mm-hmm. So... I see you as someone that's into fashion. Okay. You like to. I appreciate that. You like to, you know, dress. You like to be fly. Mm-hmm. What are um What are some pieces that when you when you go into an outfit or you go into a specific piece of an outfit that you want to wear? What are you looking for when it comes to that looking okay. when it comes to that piece? Like, what are you looking for? And you're like, I, right, I'm definitely would wear that shit. Like this is what puts it together. Yeah. Exactly. Okay. So, recently, like, 
I've been stepping more into like my fashion shit and mm-hmm. you need to have staple pieces like mm-hmm. you need to have things that you can wear multiple times in different ways and like it fits you Thanks. and then on top of that like you need to have accessories like you know the wrestling suits Mm-hmm. <laughs> right? The infamous. Mm-hmm. You could literally just put on a short bodysuit and like, okay, that's my look. I have sneakers on and a bag. That's it. Yeah. But it doesn't look good. They're gonna be referring to you as the bitch walking around in a fucking wrestling suit. Like, you need to accessorize. You need to put on like good like outerwear with it. You need to fucking have a good hairstyle. You need to have good makeup that fits the look. Like. Mm. I feel like it's a lot more than just the pieces that you're wearing. Like, yeah. you have to have a whole look. And if the whole look isn't completed, like, you might look good, but you might not. You might not look good. Like, yeah. <laughs> the whole look. I get what you're saying. Like, when you, I don't know how to, ex- you get it. You yeah, no, 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 I get what you're saying, like, yeah. You can't just go out and have, like, a vision based off of something very basic. You need to make something your own. And accessories it gives you a lot of space to make something your own you could have fucking chains like fucking i want to kill people chains or like fucking like butterflies on your waist and chains like you know like you could have waist beads of butterflies like you'd have all types of shit and that makes it like custom to yourself and as long as you custom to your own look your own needs like what makes you feel comfortable like you're not really gonna look hundred percent like put together yeah like you know does that make sense no yeah it does definitely i mean it's not every trend is gonna work for everybody right you know like you gotta accessorize to the crazy extent like for example like i could talk about it because i'm short i'm a male and like during the 2000s a lot of motherfuckers wore a lot of loose shit but that shit not gonna work coming back it's coming back but that shit not gonna work for me because i'm already sure so if i'm wearing some loose ass baggy ass jeans it look like the jeans is eating my ass right you know like it's just it's just exactly the outfit is fucking fitting you like you're not fitting the outfit exactly that's not a good look exactly (laughs) so it's like you gotta kind of cater to who you are and like you know like what your what your body type what your situation is like too um, but accessories are completely important. I mean, I always have some, like me. I can't go outside with nothing on my wrist. Like I always yeah. gotta have something, whether it be bracelets, fucking wristbands, whatever it may be. I usually have something on my wrist, both both hands, left and right. And I always gotta have a chain on, yeah. whether a chain, necklace, whatever it may be. I'm not gonna lie though. Like I feel like that's like Spanish boy culture. Like you think so? <laughs> yeah, not to sound away, but like I feel like Spanish boys really like obsess over like the accessory that they have like yeah they you could have an a ring and no necklace but like you can't go out with no chain no fucking neck you can't no go out butt ass like yeah bare, you, you can't know. do it nah but other cultures like i've seen them be able to do that and be okay so i think it's like spanish boys really like like their jewelry maybe yeah I mean, earrings, fucking Netflix, (laughs) wristbands. Netflix is an accessory. Netflix and chip. No, Netflix is something you watch. Uh, Necklaces. Uh, But yeah, I mean, definitely accessories are a big impact into an outfit because, like, I feel like it can really like determine people's perspective. 
accessories make it your own. Like it's true. We could, I could fucking like a fucking romper that some other girls wearing, mm-hmm. a fucking basic black tank top jumpsuit, mm-hmm. wrestling suit, whatever you guys want to call it. But she could be wearing it with fucking high heels, a blazer, a necklace, and a fucking elbow purse. You know, like mm-hmm. a little chain purse, like and look good. I could be wearing it with sneakers, scrunchy snocks. <laughs> scrunchy snocks. <laughs> scrunchy socks oh. and like, you know, like a little fucking backpack mm-hmm. and still look good. So it really depends how you make it your own. Like, yeah. you could all buy the same fucking pieces, but make it your own. And that's like the fashion aspect, you know, you can put on anything. Looks okay. Looks decent. But are you making it your own? Like once you make your own, like you really go from like, okay, she's bad to like that's a bad bitch. She she, can do whatever she she wants with that bitch. Like yeah, she can put some shit together. You gotta say this shit twice. Oh, she bad, bad. Mm -hmm. Not just she bad. Oh, she look good, good. You know. I'm wearing a fucking cargo skirt right now. It's down to my na- my ankles. <laughs> Listen, it's a vibe though. You you, met, it's you. a vibe. Like you just have to make it a vibe. Yeah, and like, if course. you're not confident in your outfit, like nobody That's else is gonna key, feel key it. About it. You have to be comfortable in what you're wearing. Like self confidence. You could wear something that's out of. This is out of the fucking ordinary for me. Like I don't fucking walk around in ankle length mm. skirts, yeah. but. I feel confident in it, so, like, other people are going to buy the look. Like, if you're feeling uncomfortable, like, you're going to make other people feel uncomfortable. (laughs) Facts, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, no, I get exactly what you're saying. It's all, uh, self-confidence is a really big part of fashion. It's just how the person wears it, what they're doing with it, like, their own sense of fashion, like, uh, it takes a lot. Like, it takes a lot for me to consider somebody, like, in the fashion aspect of, like, life. Mm-hmm. You could be fashionable, but you're not really understanding fashion. You're, you're understanding, understanding fashion trends. Whole. You're understanding trends. You're understanding looks. You're understanding shit for the moment. But like, if you're not understanding like timeless pieces, fucking staple pieces, like how to throw together something, like you're really, I'm not considering you fashionable. You're not getting it. You don't get it. You're done. Okay. <laughs> Hi, Genesis. Speaking. I'm talking my shit. Facts. Hi. All right, so um, let's lead on to these. Uh, since you brought it up, wrestling jump shoots here. Oh yeah. Um, what's the trend about them? Why? Why are they? Why are they popular? Why are they? Why are a lot of women wearing them nowadays? They're easy. Like they're comfortable. Like fucking. It's like have, a sweatsuit for guys? I have two. One is a long pants one. One's a short pants one. They're fucking comfortable. You could throw on sides with it. You could throw on sneakers. You could throw on a jacket so it doesn't look so, like, wrestlery, suity. You could throw on, like, heels with it. They're very versatile. They're very comfortable. And, like, for women, a lot of times, like, you want to go out and you want to look like you're not putting in a lot of effort, but you also look good. Mm-hmm. For those type of bitches, that's very easy. And on top of that, Fashion Nova, they're fucking $5 if you have a sale. They're fucking... If without the sale, they're $15. Like, you yeah. know, it's cheap, it's easy. Like, it just makes sense. It makes your body look good. Like, it has all of... It, it marks off all the boxes that you want to mark off. Like, if you're going out or mm-hmm. if you're going on a date. Like, 
but for the girls that get it like sometimes it's not about how the outfit's making your body look but it's how you're making yourself look in the outfit and how you're putting together like this one piece like I don't know how to explain it but it's just like different mindsets I feel like right now like we're in an era where like a lot of people are worried about like the outside life and like the clubbing shit and they're just their whole fashion regulates around that like Mm. they're not into like outside of the box singing outside the box so like they're not gonna wanna wear mom jeans and a fucking crop top or like a cargo skirt and a crop top they wanna wear fucking booty shorts and the shortest top that they can find because that's gonna get them the most out of their night like a lot of people aren't worried about that now so we're just in like a weird time frame if that makes sense no, I mean, I, I agree with that 100%. I mean, I, I get it. I mean, if... There's, I, like, the fashion girlies and, like, the club girlies. Yeah, I mean, but I also feel like there's a middle ground to that because there it's is. also the cozy girlies that just, there like... Is. Do what they want. Like, shorties will dress almost like a guy would dress and it's, like, fucking sweatpants and fucking varsity jackets mm-hmm. and these shorties pull out and they look crazy and they look good. But, like, a lot of the girls that could do the varsity jackets and, like, mom jeans, like, they could also do the whole vibe for outside. Like, I don't know what other words to term, like, put it into, but, like, they could. Listen, that's how I like my woman, to be honest, to be able to rock a varsity in sweats, but also pull out in, like, a fucking dress and heels or, like, you know, go out with a fucking dress and But I feel like everybody should be like that, like. No, of course, but it's, you know. We should all be versatile, but I guess everybody has... No, 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 people give a shit about that. Yeah. There's guys that are like that, too. They don't really give a shit about what they wear yeah. at the end of the day. They feel like either, A, they look good enough where they can wear anything and mm-hmm. nobody gives a fuck, or yeah. B, it's just like they just truly don't give a fuck about what they wear, and it's just like fashion is just whatever. Like, like they don't understand, like, how women understand things. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. My like my pops, my pops would cut my ass all the time. He'd be like, "Why do you care so much about what you wear?" I'd be like, "Dad, like what you what you." It's talking? a fashion show every time. Yeah, I like, like what? <laughs> what you mean? Like, this flannel got to match exactly how my shoes look. Like what you wearing? Yeah. He said, "Oh, back then." And like, and my mom would be like, "Oh yeah, your dad used to wear Timberlands every day to school." So, like that that was who he was. Yeah, exactly. They didn't, didn't really give they a shit about, about that. Some whole other shit, but like nowadays, this generation of men is like a little bit different. Like we're just comfortable with who we are yeah but I like that like we should all be comfortable with who we are like we should have to put on a facade to get bitches a facade to get men like be who the fuck you are are and people will attract to you and like the perfect person will find you you will find your perfect person based off of what you like and like being true to yourself but like exactly if you're gonna go out there and put on like a fucking facade like you're gonna attract a bunch of people who aren't really fucking into you, bitch, because you're lying about who you are yourself. Like, what the hell? 100% accurate. You're right about that. So. Usually right. Not usually wrong. <laughs> Sorry. Anyways. Oh. <laughs> um, Alright, so we're going to get into a little bit of a interesting topic. Because I know your take is going to be very interesting. What's that? <laughs> so, 
<laughs> you seem scared. No. You seem like you don't want to say this out. Nah. What? Okay. I don't give a shit. Okay. Um, relationship with men. Okay. What's your take on it? How you feel? How's your experience been? Um, what have you learned as time has went on? Because I feel like every relationship you build and you learn from it, whether it be positive or negative. Mm-hmm. I like um, how would you how would you feel like your past relationships have affected who you are as a person now? Okay, <laughs> okay so first of all, I like how you worded that. Like every person that you meet, like it's not really it's mostly for a lesson. Mm-hmm. You know, so you you learn a lot about yourself and what you're gonna deal with throughout relationships and trying different things with different people and stuff but as for me myself like I've learned a lot like I feel like within the past five years I've been 10 different people just off of relationships or even like I've gone years without worrying about a male and like you still learn a a lot about yourself where it's like you feel like a whole new different person Mm -hmm. so I feel like and, like, relationships, not even meaning, like, with a significant other, like, you just, even with, like, having failed friendships with people, you learn a lot about yourself, and then yeah. that carries on into what you're going to take out of a relationship, and it just kind of, like, changes your perspective on, like, how you take people, or how you take situations to be, but currently, I feel like, fuck everybody, you know? <laughs> Mm. I try to be cool with men. They're not really feeling it. Like, I just, I don't know. I don't know how to explain it, but I feel like I'm at a different page than everybody that's in my life. Mm. And I try to be on the same page as them, but it doesn't work out because they're not understanding the page that I'm on. Okay. Does that make sense? No, I get what you're saying. No, but you get what I'm saying. Yeah, no, I get what you're saying. Does that make sense? No. Explain it. Um, I mean, I just feel like your your perspective changes on who you meet, who you build these relationships with. Mm -hmm. And I agree with that 100% because I've had friendships that have failed or just like, I'm cool with them. Okay. Yeah, exactly. You see the hype. You see the hype. Um, it's, you know, and it's like you think, like, these are people that are supposed to be in your life long term, and they don't end up being in your life long term. Yeah, and that's that. But as long as you learn, like, hey, listen, like, this is not on me. Mm-hmm. Like, this is some shit that's, like, they kind of grew out of, you know, who on I was. Yeah, they grew out, and they did their own thing. I can't get mad at it. You know what I'm saying? Like you can't get mad at it, but you get sad at it. Like, of course, you can get sad at it because like it's a person that you spent a lot of time with. You know, yeah. most of the time, these are people that you spend time with. But I don't know. I mean, relationships. Uh, every relationship that I've been in, I can't. I can't complain because I've learned a lesson, like how I can become better. You know what I'm saying? Like okay. I, I, I've, when you say sorry. Like no, to cut you off. But when you say relationships, do you count like how many re- relationships have you actually been in? Uh, legit relationships, mm-hmm. like three. So you're really counting like situationships. 
or like relationship friendships that you've had with people that ended up going nowhere? Yeah, that could be a chance of it too. I'm just asking so I can understand where you're, no, no, where no, you're no, yeah. from. No, no, yeah, I get it. I it's mean, different thinking from like a relationship and like a situation shit perspective. You know what I mean? I was in a couple of situations with women before, plenty of time. Okay. But relationship wise. I was in a couple. I cheated on one. What? Not gonna lie. You're yeah. A not the not the one before ah. the one I just did, but the one ah. before that. I did cheat on my 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 ex, and I regretted it. But I was 19 years old. Hey, she was yeah. my girlfriend in college, so mm-hmm. it was like I would come back to New York. I'd be like, "Oh, like, oh, what you doing? Hey, babe. Like, what's up? <laughs> like, I'm back in the city. Like, you know, on some shit like that. But like, that from makes that, sense just because you're young. Yeah, I was young, I was immature, and, like, I realized how it affected her, and, like, it really, like, hit me, like, I'm like, shit, like, why am I doing this to somebody like this? You felt away. Yeah, I was like... But, like, like, did you feel away just because she expressed how it made her feel, or did you feel away on your own? No, I feel like I felt like that way on my own, like, because it kind of, it brought me back to how I was raised, you know what I'm saying, where it's like, my pops never taught me to be like that. You know, saying if women are being respectful to you and being appreciative of your time and who you are as a person, why are you uh, say louder? Vice versa, <laughs> you, you going crazy? Like you know, you you acting out of character for what? Yeah, you, you know what I'm saying? That. Just to like show what? Like for that, just be single at the end of the day. Like okay. that's my that's my take. So on you it. were raised like good. That's good. I mean, I hope so. I mean, yeah. like. Yeah, I would hope so too. It sounds like you were like no, yeah, by man. like real ass people. Like you just have to be a real fucking person. Like you can't be dating a girl and be very like superficial and just like oh I'm happy mm-hmm. to be here. Like no. you have to actually want to be there because at the end of the day the woman is gonna feel that. Like Thanks. we're gonna act off of how you're making us feel, and if you're not making us feel like you're a hundred percent into it, we're not gonna act like we're a hundred percent into it, and then that causes like a lot of toxicity because there's a lot of miscommunication I agree with that and like I don't know like relationships at our age are just hard to navigate as it is because of the miscommunication and like we're just very in our own ways now so what are the two things that you feel like like I'm (laughs) no because I was because it led me to like you perfectly led me at the next question I wanted to have you Question what time. are the what are the two most important things that you think are key to a successful relationship? Okay, so for one, date night. Like date night, 100%. date night. You have to have. We could have like a fucking fake date night, and I'm out with you and your boys, and like we're at a fucking random bar, but like that's not date night. Like we need to have one on one time at least once a week, or else we're not making it fucking nowhere because mm-hmm. we're just literally living in bullshit thriving off of bullshit like Mm -hmm. number two i'd say like like realism like you just have to be true to who you are and i'll be true to who i am and like if we could both be at that ground and like navigate that type of relationship between us like we're golden you know what I mean like don't act like okay like how you were just telling your friend like see what she's into and like have the first date based off of that but like what if I'm into art and he's into fucking sports and the two don't correlate like he's acting like he's into art for me you know 
So, like, you just need to have somebody whose needs correlate with your own. Yeah. And you could, like, bounce off of each other, bounce ideas off of each other, and both be into, like, not 100% the same things, but you both have to be into, like, at least one thing that's similar so you could fucking understand, like, mindsets and mm-hmm. stuff like that. Like, as much as opposites attract, you can't date somebody who's 100% opposite from you because the fuck like what are you guys gonna fucking like get to like you know Talk like about. let's say you're from, from fucking Greenpoint you have no money but like you're making a good living for yourself and then you're dating a bitch from fucking like Oklahoma she's rich as fucking Oklahoma yeah. and like her parents are lit like what are y'all really about to fucking correlate on like what <laughs> what are you gonna like okay bars like okay it depends art shows like i mean it depends but at the same time like you have to something gotta be giving something like you gotta come up the same way you gotta be into the same things like not all at the same time but like one thing gotta be like the same does that make sense no i, I agree with I you 100 percent. no like you're not sounding crazy <laughs> i respect exactly what you said because like, i think what you say is legit and it makes sense with- Something gotta give something, cause you're not gonna build like a genuine bond off of like a hundred percent the same thing. Somebody's gonna be faking something. Yeah. You're either gonna be faking liking something to like be in his likes, or he's gonna be faking liking something to get more attention on view. So mm-hmm. at least one thing has to be a hundred percent the same. Like you could have everything else two hundred percent differently, but one thing has to be a hundred percent the same, or else. What the fuck are y'all really bonding over? Mm-hmm. Nothing. Lies. You're bonding over lies. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I agree with you 100%. You? I mean, I, I feel like you gotta have some a realist perspective on it, and you should just be who you are when you come in and talk to a person. And if they don't fuck with the shit that you don't fuck with, then you know that that's just... Then not you move work. on. You find somebody who does It's okay. Yeah. Exactly. Like, at the end of the day, like... As long as I feel like at this point I'm more connected to someone to on a spiritual level more than yeah. a physical level. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like it's gotta be more <laughs> like, I have to can, spiritually be feeling yeah. you to even physically feel you. Like. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like like I wanna be able to sit here and we can have like a nice little conversation or we can like sit on two opposite sides of the fucking sofa and we can be watching a show like like I don't, totally I don't need to be like on your ass like consistently. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like the two most important things in a relationship for me are trust and communication. Okay. If you don't have I those two that. things, then this relationship is due for death. Yeah. Honestly, you're really not making it anywhere. Exactly. But I also feel like a third one, like trust and communication, would be 100. percent But like you have to be confident within yourself. Mm-hmm. If you feel like shit about yourself, like the hell you're not making it nowhere with nobody because you're gonna be an insecure little fucking bitch or man yeah like what the fuck are you doing about you know like you're just not like you have to 100% be in love with yourself to be in love with anybody else yeah that's just how I feel about anything like especially you're gonna be with a bad bitch that's a fact because (laughs) you know shorty gonna be she gonna be hit on all the time in the street yeah. Even if you with shorty, you could be yeah. holding her hand. Motherfuckers yeah. don't give a no fucks out here. Yeah, they really don't. They're like, excuse me, let me talk they to you. Really and don't. you gotta be like, yo, what the fuck you doing, bro? Yeah, like, be prepared. You gotta yeah, handle like, it like a secure man. Like, listen, like she she with you for a reason, my guy. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, just just show that. 
Like, have some self-confidence in yourself. <laughs> Self-esteem for fellas, for ladies, has got to be up there. 100%. Yeah, like 100%. If you have no self-esteem, stay your ass out of a relationship. Because 100%. You got to work. That means you got to work on yourself. Yeah. For sure. Like, go but you back. you learn that. Like, it takes time. I've learned that. I was in a relationship not 100% myself, and I failed and I was over here telling him, you got to be in love with yourself to love me. But I wasn't even in love with myself you love yourself. <laughs> to be loving him. So, like, it was like an eye-opener. It. I don't know. It's, it's weird. It's, it's weird. Yeah. Definitely. But, you know, it's it's all about just trying to make sure you're in the right place or mindset. And I would just feel like nowadays how I've learned it is, like, love, love let that shit happen natural. You know what I'm saying? Don't try to force it with nobody just because of the fact that, you know, like just because it might feel like this shit might be perfect, but it's not. Don't force it because like like love should be natural. Like, don't. That means you're settling. Many men. No, not many. Two men, right? Mm -hmm. And both of them like 100% enjoyed their time with me, but still went back to their ex-girlfriend. Like, at the end of the day, like, and then just put it into, like, oh, but I love her. And it's like, okay, but you didn't give yourself a chance to love me before you went back and, like, fell into your same toxic fucking role. Yeah. And that is kind of, like, it's disappointing. As a, I mean, like, I feel like I've done that to men, so <laughs> when the men did it to me, I was just like, whatever, it's my karma. But, like, I feel like as humans like a lot of times it's not really about love it's about what we feel comfortable with because we'll go back to what the ex is always gonna win fucking no matter if they fucking stabbed you in the back fucking fucked your friend like the ex is always gonna win literally just because they're comfortable with them and because they love them but they never gave themselves a chance to be comfortable with you and like 100% appreciate you like they appreciate the act so like it's tough <sighs> dating is just such a fucking waste of time <laughs> dating is a difficult situation because I've dealt with that the past year or so it's now it's just like I feel like none of us should ever date until we find our soulmate and then maybe <laughs> you gotta find yourself first I feel like that's yeah. that's the main thing like if you You're still right. got feelings for your ex then it may not be best to be going like that's how i felt (laughs) when i was last summer because like i just broke up with my girl so it's like i was just outside like no no fucks given at any point and i was just like i'm just trying to cater to myself but that's good but it's it's not beneficial for yourself in the long run you know what catering to yourself is beneficial yeah but i feel like nobody's gonna cater to you like you're gonna cater to yourself of course 100 okay. percent. so it's always Unless beneficial it's, in the long run it's it's your parents your parents might hook you up with that but sometimes maybe not sometimes my parents maybe. be like fuck you bitch <laughs> if i told my mom i'm coming over for dinner she gonna be like oh yeah i'll cook you whatever you the fuck you're you right, want you're right you're right and my ass still lives only 15 minutes away from them and i still don't That's good. you know don't be over there as often that's not good. <laughs> it's good that you're 15 minutes away, but you should be over there. Mom. AKA, I got to do better. Yeah. Mom, beat his ass. 
Don't listen to that, mom. Get them in fucking tune. No. Like, go eat a home-cooked meal. Feel how it feels to be a kid. I make my like, own home-cooked meals of, now. Are they as good, though? No. Don't even First lie. of all, don't, don't, even don't like, try to come for me in my No, my I'm meals. not coming for you, but nothing will come of course, above because like a home-cooked meal from your mom. Like, are you fucking kidding me? That's like the matriarch and then you the super matriarch. You learned how to cook from your fucking mom. Like, she's not going yeah, to... You're sorry. not going to outdo her. That's it. You're like, right about that. I know. I'm right about a lot of things. <laughs> all right, we're going to end it on that. <laughs> but... Thank you guys so much for tuning into the episode. I really do appreciate you guys. You guys really make like me keep going. <laughs> to be honest, and uh, yeah. ignore uh, You're what, three Ms. Genesis. Seasons in? Yeah, this is three That's seasons. Great. In. So it's been about a year and a half, two years now. So Consistent? it's good. Yeah, I mean, wow. I try my best. You know, uh, you know, I like the background applause, like the, the fake one. Yeah, I should I should have had that shit fucking background applause. <laughs> Even though it sounds like Genesis over here is fucking booing me. That's what it sounds like. Woo boo! I'm not booing you. I'm booing I don't, don't want to hear that. But thank you for everything. Thank you for popping out. I mean, I appreciate you. I know. Like, I was just joking about it, but we've made. We've, now you've actually show. been on this shit. Yeah. What do you got to say to the people? I got to say, um, you know, tune in. Right. <laughs> I don't <laughs> like keep supporting my guy over here you know he's three seasons in if you've been listening for this long you're like you're a fan keep going tell other people to be a fan and like maybe i'll be a fan maybe you guys should be a fan of me like you never know what i'm gonna do <laughs> this is a great experience for everybody in, involved the listeners the makers the creators the fucking background <laughs> Everybody, <laughs> you already here first, ladies and gentlemen. No, I agree with you 100%. <laughs> I um, hope so. Listen, Genesis be doing her thing. I give her props for everything she just did. Thank you. She's a very, she um, she's very eccentric. She does the thing when it comes to sports. You know, I, I give her she everything that we had is a topic, and you guys notice. She's on top of, so I gave her a lot of props for that. Thank you. Music, fashion, sports, she's all on it. Thank so, you. Thank you for popping out and okay. recording the podcast with, with us. <laughs> Maybe I had a few too many drinks at this point, but... <laughs> He's a recording the podcast, what's up? <laughs> what up, son? <laughs> but, I mean, it's a long weekend. I hope you guys enjoy your Memorial Day weekend. Stay up, be safe out there. Genesis, you got one last word. Honestly, make every second count. <laughs> That's all I got to say. If you're going to do something, be the fucking best at it. And if not, learn how to be the best. Like, there's no there's no limit to how amazing you are. And just be amazing, you know? <laughs> Look at Genesis speaking words of fucking wisdom. I'm feeling my wisdom. To myself. <laughs> All right, yeah. Enjoy the rest of the weekend. Be safe and thank you guys again. And don't drive drunk. <laughs> Cuidado, coño. Yes, literally.
Hopefully I don't sound stupid on this shit, but if I do, I hope you guys still fuck with me. You don't cancel me. I don't want to be canceled. And like, <laughs> life's gonna go on regardless. And if you're feeling like life's not gonna go on, like maybe you need to see a therapist. If if you don't need a, if you don't feel like you need to see a therapist, like maybe go to church. Maybe you need God, but you need somebody, bitch. You need to talk to somebody, so talk to somebody, but you're not talking to me unless you're paying me. <laughs> I don't know why this guy kept his fucking mic rolling. I'm a bubble. literally fucking four minutes later. I hope you hear this and fucking edit it out or keep it or something, but like figure it the fuck out my guy. <laughs> you know you kept it rolling all this time? But imagine? You, you did, started. I'm not saying imagine, <laughs> I'm saying it. Um.